Team, let's uh, bow our heads as, as we pray. Heavenly Father, you prepared a, a message for us to hear, uh, one that goes directly to our hearts, uh, to give us some practical tools, Lord, to, to not be shaken, to, to trust in you, uh, to see the cross as the anchor uh, to our soul so that we could go out and be a light of your love to people that desperately, desperately need to know you as Lord and Savior. So I pray that you would take these next few moments that we gather as a community of believers. And help us to just understand uh, the call that you placed in our life and, and how beautiful it is that we get to be here uh, and then go out into the world and show how beautiful it is to live with you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm going to let the praise team have a seat. You can, you can have a seat. And as we kind of get started this morning, uh, we're going to be in a middle of a, a four-week sermon series. Uh, Pastor Joel Eden last week kicked us off uh, this year, 2020, uh, with this idea of being the light uh, to a, a world that desperately needs to hear us, this silent, humble light. And then now we're going to take some weeks uh, to, to take what God has placed in our hearts, namely his love, his, his compassion, his mercy, and his grace. And then how can we use that in practical ways to go make a difference out in this community, the community that he's placed us in, uh, in, in very real loving ways. So we're going to look at the idea of love this week. Next week, we're going to look at the idea of service. Those go hand in hand. Then we're going to look at forgiveness and how much of a challenge that will be uh, for us and can be a challenge, but we still are called to live in forgiveness. And then how we can be inviting. That'll be uh, the first week of February. Uh, be inviting as Christians and be contagious in such a way that people want to know the hope that you have. Let, let me ask you, I, I started to share a little bit of a story about this guy named Adolf who was able to look at the cross and see hope. Now, when I met Adolf and, and, and got to hear that message, that just lifted my spirit. Here's a guy who's going through so much, and he seems to have this unshakable hope. Even though his memory is failing, he seems to have this unshakable hope, this trust in the Lord, this, this trust in God's love. And I wanted what he had. And I wanted to be able to impact other people's lives with that same hope and that same love. Anybody here have people in, in your life that are like that? That just seem to have that trust, that unshakable trust, that unshakable hope in God's love? Or are you that person for somebody else? That's what I'm going to hope that we get to do as, as Christians. Is let's take a look at the, the love that Jesus has. This is, he did this for us. He did this not because we deserve it. He did this because he wants a relationship with us, and he wants other people to have a relationship with us. So we're going to look at this idea of this heart love that God has placed in us so that we can impact people today. All right, Because the love that Jesus has is the anchor to our soul. There is nothing that this world can throw at us no illness, no, no devastation that this world could throw at us that God's love will not rise above. And he's going to see us through. He's, he's promised to see us through. And I pray that that gives you hope. I pray it anchors you uh, in, in who you are in, in Christ. Um, what does it mean? What does it to mean to be love? That's what we're going to be looking at. So I decided to have a little fun, and, and this can be dangerous, so please don't do this at home uh, unless uh, you have uh, the appropriate kind of filters. I, I decided to get on Google uh, online and, and Google this phrase, how does a German show love? Now you can see why that could be dangerous, right? 
So fortunately, there are some parental filters on, on the church websites here. Uh, and so when I asked that question, how does a German show love, you know what popped up on the screen? German shepherds. There was picture after picture of, of German shepherd. And I was just like, are you kidding me? There isn't even a picture of one German showing love? Oh, was ist das, right? I mean, even the language itself isn't a very romantic, loving kind of, it's this brogue, this is like this rough language. We don't get to have the Italian or the French kind of, no. But, but how cool would it be is if I were to Google the phrase, how does a German show love when we get this on the screen? How cool would it be if our community was a picture of the love that we have of our Lord? And, and folks, it is. Look, this is the Frankemuth. This is City Shield. It's proud of our heritage. It's what the Bavarian colors are all about. But it also recognizes that we are also American. And, and so you have the flag up there. It's got Christian values. As you have the, the Lutheran cross there. And, and here's something else that I've come to really appreciate about the Franconians. And, and there's that wheat and, and where they've come from. When I was on my vicarage, I was told this, Sean, you are going to a community that if you stay with them long enough to finish a bag of wheat, you're considered family. Really? Cool. Who here has a bag of wheat that you go through? But, but the, the idea is you stick with these folks. If you stick with the Franconians, they... they they value family. And that's one of the beautiful riches that we have as, as a people here in this place that God has placed us with. We, we, we value Christian values. The cross means something to us. But how cool would it be is if we were able to live out our life and our faith in such a way that when someone Googles, how does a German show love, it shows, it shows something like that. It, not a German shepherd. Okay, it shows real people doing real things for the community of believers. And that's what I want to be about. I want to I be so contagious that people want to know the hope that we have. And they got to come and see and check things out. And that's what we're going to be doing today as we get to look at, at the love that Jesus has for us. So we're going to look at the, the love chapter. Anybody know what the love chapter is? 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If you've been to any weddings, you, you hear this over and over again. But actually, the, the verses that we use, uh, usually verses 4 through 8, uh, they're couched in, in an understanding of caring for our brother and sister. Uh, it's not this romantic love. Uh, it's this phileo love. It's this care for your brother uh, and sister. And, and this is the way that the love chapter starts out. It says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but I have not love, I'm just a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. In other words, if I have this flowery language, if I can be a great orator, if I can be this great speaker, uh, but I have no love, I'm just a noisy gong or cymbal. If I have, in verse 2, if I have prophetic powers and I understand all the mysteries and I have all the knowledge, and if I have all the faith so as to make mountains move, but I don't love, I'm nothing. So I can have all the faith in the world, but if I'm not using it in, in love, I, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, it says in verse 3, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, so I, I, I am this great sacrifice, but I have not love, I, I have gained nothing. In other words, if we are doing things without love, uh, it's, it's bankrupt. It's, it doesn't matter. It, it's nothing. Without love, we are 
we're worthless. We're just taking our, our, our gifts and we're just wasting them. So the Bible is saying no matter what we say or whatever we believe or, or what we do, we need to do it in, in a way that responds to the love that, that Jesus has for us or that we get to do it in a way that Jesus has for us. Love. If we don't show it, if we don't use it, if we don't have it, we end up nothing. Confession time. Working in a church, it's very easy to get caught up in the tasks of ministry and forget to be in the important role of building relationships and fostering relationships. It's very important because the, the challenge is a Sunday always comes. We always got to get ready. We got to get this going. We got to get that going. This has to happen. This has to happen. And you can get caught up and, and you can get so busy. And, and there's an acronym that's been shared over and over again. And it's in your outline. If you want to take a look at it, it says busy. The letters B, U, S, and Y. Being under Satan's yoke. One of the things that the devil loves to do is to get us as Christians is just to be in the task of of just doing things and just trying to get things done, like checklists, boom, 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 boom. And it even happens in the church. And when we're busy and when we're too busy or we're too preoccupied with things that aren't important, uh, relationships suffer. There's a, a, a guy, a Christian author named Chuck Swindoll, he says it this way, busyness destroys relationships. It substitutes shallow frenzy for deep friendship. Busyness feeds the ego, but it starves those who loves us. It fills the calendar, but it fractures, it fractures the family. How are we practically going to be able to show love when our relationships are the things that matter? If you were to go home today and you were to look at your calendar, this one happens to be nice and blank, but we can fill it. What, is, what does your life look like? Is each day filled with work responsibilities and you get up before the sun and you come home and the sun's already set and your kids are in bed? Monday through Friday, it's the same way. You don't get to spend a whole lot of time with, with, your, with your children um, because you're, you're running from... Event to event to event to event to event to event. If you have the chance to connect with your spouse, it's maybe only for like a, a few minutes because your life is so full, it's so busy. You are, in the, in the, you are just checking things off. Check, 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 check. When your relationships are starving for meaningful connection. What's going on in your world? There you are so busy that maybe you need the ability to just say no. I have something a little bit more important going on. I need to be able to just connect in with people. I don't have my smartphone. I have the emergency phone that we carry as pastors, but electronics. All right. How many times do we get wrapped up in the things that, of our electronic world? We spend more time on Facebook. We spend more time uh, sending out uh, Snapchat or, or any kind of uh, tweeting messages than we do connecting face-to-face with people. Uh, it, it's just a, it's a sad, sad reality for us. So I wonder if there's some practical things that we can do. Maybe we can stop our use of electronics for a little bit. When we get overloaded, we can, we can say, you know what, I, I just need to stop. I need to hit the pause button. I need to just put it away. I need to connect face-to-face with the people that God has placed in my life. 
and hear and listen to them and have a relationship with them. You see, we want, we want to be able to show love. We need to first start by fostering this idea of relationship and the fact that they matter, and, they, they, and, and that's huge for us. We get so wrapped up in things. When was the last time you had a day off and just connected in with your family? Well, pastor, I have bills to pay. Yeah, we all have bills to pay, but when was the last time we had a chance to just connect in and, and just show love and show that they matter? Or hear what's going on in their day and just say, hey, tell me what's happening because I, I want to focus in. You have something to share and what's going on in your world matters to me more than what's going on out there. Which, those are the things that we need to be able to say we can cut back and go, all right. And sometimes that's even in our own relationship with the Lord. Sometimes we get so busy, so caught up that we don't even spend quality time with the Lord. Usually that's one of the first things to go is our, our quiet time with God. but we're starving, we're hurting. And God still says, as you see the cross behind us, I'm still right here. It's breaking through the silence. It's breaking through uh, your, your life and all that busyness and saying, I'm still here, sit with me a little bit and let me show you my love. And that's, that's how we start out our week. That's how we should be starting out our week is, is connecting in with the Lord and, and saying, Lord, you're, you matter because of all that you've done for me, you show me that I matter, and I, and I thank you for that. And help me live in a life that shows the people in my life matter also. We want to live a life, as the Bible says in Ephesians, we want to live a life filled with love for others, following the example of Christ that loved us and, and gave himself up for us as a sacrifice to take away our sins. We want to be able to love and make other people's agendas our agendas. And to put our interests above, excuse me, below other people's interests. We want to be able to serve and, and love them. And not with a, a mushy kind of love. Not with a, a Hallmark movie kind of a love. But with a love that says I'm willing to get messy with it. You know what I mean by Hallmark movies, right? We had like 600 of them on during the Christmas season. Yeah. Like the first half hour, it sets up a story between uh, uh, two people, and then for the next hour and a half, it talks about, or excuse me, for the next hour and 20 minutes, it talks about their love, the relationship, and then for like 10 minutes, the relationship falls apart, right? And then the last two minutes, this is in every Hallmark movie. Sorry, I'm breaking the plot for you. Every last two minutes, everything is nice and cozy, and, and oh, hey, we're, we're good, and we're in love, and it's all worked out. We need to be willing to get messy, and, and, and understand life is hard and, and, and just say, you know, what? you know what, your mess is okay and I'm going to sit here with you in that mess and, and I'm going to just love you anyway. And, and I'm going to practice forgiveness. I'm going to practice uh, some uh, listening in on you and just knowing, showing you that you're important. I'm going to be 100% engaged. Guys, you know what that means? It means I'm taking time to look at you face in the face with my eyes and say, hey, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you said what? Okay. I'm glad that you have a message to share with me. Guys, we need to take time and look at our, our kids. We need to take time and look at our wives. 
and I know this is like football season and we're, we're getting it, but eh, who, whoever runs the Super Bowl isn't going to matter a hill of beans next year. You're going to forget who was even playing, right? But having time to just spend and, and with your, your kids and with your family and show that you matter, you make an eye contact. Guys, eye contact with our wives can be hard, especially if it's been a while. Oh, shucks. But do you want to know something? You want to know how, you want to know how kids spell love? How do kids spell love? How do you spell it, Jane? Oh, well, that's the, that's the English way of spelling it. It's actually T-I-M-E. Time. Kids spell love, live love with time. You and I know that our life is so fragile. Our, this life is messed up. There's things that are hard. There's a lot of things that try and rob us of our time. And we only have so much of it. But our children and our families spell love, T-I-M-E. Quality time. Yeah, you're, not quantity. Our, our life may be so wrapped up. We may be so stuck in, 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 in this busy world, but if we can carve out some quality time, if we, can, if we can just stop the noise for just a little bit and just lock in and engage in and just say, you matter, if we can show that to a world that desperately needs to know it, then they're going to say, hey, you have something that I need. What is that? You, you have your priorities aligned in, in a way that says there, there's something that, <laughs> that's working out for you. How, what is that? I want to know what it is. And you can say, yeah, I have a God that loves me so much that he gave up everything. He came and spent time with his creation. He came and spent time and, and walked with him and did life with him. And he, and he comes and he invites and he's with me every day and he's spending time. He's saying, I'm right here, I'm right here, I'm seeing you through it. And I want to reflect that love and that time with other Christians and, and other people and the people that matter most to me are the people that God places in my immediate context. I want us to do that with my family and I want to be able to spend time with them. Time. If you have family that lives out of area, when was the last time you picked up a phone and just connected in and said, hey, how are you doing? And you heard their voice. My mom's been gone for years now. She died in 2011. I would love to just pick up the phone and say, mom, I, I love you. And this is what's going on. And, and, and how's heaven? <laughs> if you got aging parents, you can pick up the phone and if you haven't done so in a while and you, and you can say, hey, I love you. I want to connect in with you. What's going on? You matter to me. If you have relationships that are broken or, or fractured, we can put our ego aside and we can say, you know what? This hurts. This is hard, but I love you and I want to connect with you. I want to spend time with you. We are in time-starved relationships. And the best thing that we can do, one of the greatest ways that we can show love is by saying, you know what, you matter. So I want to I recommend something to you uh, in the next week or so. In your, in your sermon outline, in that insert, there's a heart that's written down on the, on the cover there. And inside that heart in that outline, it says, sharing Christ, serving our community. Right underneath that, it says, how am I going to intentionally show love this week. 
Think about it right now. How are you going to intentionally show love? Is it going to be time with your family? Are you going to say, I'm going to take uh, three hours and I'm not going to look at any electronics and I'm just going to connect in with my family? Are, are, what are you going to do there? What, what is you going to do intentionally this week just to sh- show love? And then next week, what I'd like to have you do is maybe jot down, hey, called my mom or, or whatever it is. And we'll take these hearts that are going to be carved out there in the, in the lobby and we're going to have a, a wall and we're going to just be able to show our Christian community, the love that is being shown out there, uh, and then just kind of share that. So take some time this week and, and show or, or reflect on how you're going to intentionally show love and then do that so that you get up in the morning, tomorrow morning, and you say, God, you've got me here today. Who is it that you want me to spend time with? Who is it that I can show the love that you have, that, that, that grace, that mercy, and that compassion? Who is it that you can do that with? Who do you want me to do that with? Is it a coworker? Is it a friend? Is it my family? What do you want me to do? Why do you have me here today? Is basically the question that we're asking our Lord. If you don't get anything else done, but you wake up in the morning and, you, and you're able to come up with an answer for that, then praise the Lord. If you recognize the importance of time and love and the relationship that God has given to you and you are doing something intentionally about it, because the Lord has time and love for you, then praise the Lord. If we're just going through the motions, if we're just stuck in busyness, if we're playing the devil's game, that's not a way to live. And God's saying, I have a better way. He's saying, love me and love other people like I've shown you love. Share Christ. And we get to serve our community. Does that make sense? Spending time connecting in, saying you matter. How can we sit and, and do life together? Love is action. Love means taking time. Love means saying you matter. Amen? Amen.